welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're discussing The Baker's Son, the second in the Summer Night series of movies from Hallmark. And before we get into our thoughts on that movie, we are going to tell you that you can always find us on Instagram, where we are Megan and Wendy LSS, and in our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. You can also email us at meganandwendy at gmail.com. We have a message from listener Michelle who says, <laughs> I, hold on, I closed it. We recorded this whole intro. We weren't recording. <laughs> and now I'm trying to get the message to reopen because I had <laughs> sent it away. In regards to last week's movie, you had me at Aloha. I'm with Wendy. Three stars. The Hawaii bubble had me. Michelle's recently returned from Hawaii. Wendy's soon headed to Hawaii. They're in that aloha state of mind, guys. So I get it. I get it. Aloha state of mind. <laughs> That's what they should have named the movie. Oh, my gosh. Okay. The Baker's Son. You need a synopsis, and I am not ready for it because I'm well, new to While you're looking game. it up, I'm going to tell everybody that we are so dedicated to bringing these episodes to you that we started recording before the sun was up in our closets, in our pajamas, and that you can actually catch a video episode of the podcast next week on Tuesday and you can join us in our closets in our jams if you'd like to join us at patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy did I kill enough time no hold on okay so now I am back to the baker's son which again another horrible title what did you think I was going to say? Oh, it's real short. Matt's passion transforms his bread from bland to brilliant. But when his bread loses its magic, the island locals panic and turn to Annie, Matt's childhood friend and true love for help. Starring Eloise Mumford and Brant. I'm saying Daughtry like Chris. I don't know. Uh, okay. I get real hung up on these names that are... Mm. Remember we had this recently with Shannon Doherty. Doherty. Yeah. So, okay. Dot. Okay. Whatever. You said it. I can't. Oh, like, Grant. Let's hop into news and notes from this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie takes place in, as far as I can tell, the fictional town of Windward, Washington, although it was filmed in Vancouver, British Columbia. <clears throat> Did you do any Googling of the town of Windward, Washington? No. Oh, I thought you said gosh. it was fictional. It is. Windward, Windward, Washington is a fictional town, right? As far as I can tell. However, uh -huh. when I Google Windward, Washington, let me tell you what I find. Windward is not, it's a community. It's not the name of the actual place where it is. And it is in Washington in the Cascade Mountains. And Windward is a cooperative community in the making, dedicated to preserving and developing village-scale technologies needed to support a thriving, sustainable community on marginal land. We come together with the belief that now is the time for radical change. That's a cult. Began nope. with four core members looking to expand to 20 to 30 people. Began with an effort in the 70s to create a new Venice in the Caribbean. No. Then they moved to Nevada, cultivating a small, polyamorous family that became Windward. Then they raised the capital needed to move on to the land that they're currently in now. We're going to leave a link to this community in the show notes. It's a real journey. But that's where Windward Washington took me. That sounds like there was a Netflix documentary about a community similar to that. 
I wish I could tell you the name of it. I will leave it in the show notes because I will find it eventually. Okay. Well, I'll tell you that I did find something about where this movie was filmed at. And I'm not even going to attempt to say these names. Do you have them written down by any chance? I didn't. Did I just because they're I, they're near Vancouver, I left it at that. Okay. So they were in specific Bay areas, Brentwood Bay. And then there's two other names that I'm not going to even pronounce because I will butcher them. But anyway, these communities are designated as city slow. Have you ever heard of that term before? No, I haven't. So the focus is on a slower pace of life and improving the quality of life. And I was like, isn't that what you guys are in search for? Yeah. You and your husband? Right? One of us. One of us. Okay. But I was like, I never even had heard this term before. And it's spelled C-I... Did I spell it right? C-I-T-T-A-S-L-O-W. Cittaslow. Interesting. I've never heard that. Yeah. Um, I did also read that they use the real Willow Street Cafe for McBride's. Mm-hmm. You, you had that too. And it, I'll tell you, I was watching this movie... And I was like, I wish I had a cafe mm-hmm. sort of place like that in my neighborhood. We don't have anything like that. Where right, we you live. want a Luke's. I want a Luke's. I want a Luke's diner. You're absolutely 100% correct. Brant, maybe last name Daughtry, was given a crash course in baking prior to this movie. He was given like a three-hour baking lesson. So that in those scenes where he's kneading and making bread, it looks authentic. And I thought he did a good job of making those, selling those scenes, that he was a baker. <laughs> Okay. okay. You mean he wasn't selling it when he would, the dad would come in and Brant, also known as Matt, his character, would have his head down on the counter because he slept in the bakery. I, oh, God. You guys. Okay, let's do first impressions. Let me, lo, why don't you guess mine? Wendy hated it. I absolutely hated it. I'm scared. Look, Megan liked it. Megan liked it, you guys. Megan eh, liked it. So it started real slow. There were entirely too many characters in this movie which makes it very hard for me to get into it, but it grew on me a little bit. I didn't hate it. It's not going to make any best of lists for me. This was dreadful. You said too many characters. The whole ballet troupe did not need to be there. Like, cut all that out. I just think right, the writers found another... Some rando girl in, the, in the... Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. What we liked. So... As much as I hate a movie where they don't just say the things they're thinking, I do think the idea that these are best friends and she's realizing that she's in love with him before he realizes he's in love with her, I do kind of understand why you're not just going to say the thing, right? Because you've got this lifelong friendship. You don't want to ruin it. And then, of course, he has fallen in love. You can't see me, but I'm making big air quotes with this woman that he's gone on two dates with. And she feels like he's so heartbroken over her if he loves her, he could not possibly love Annie. Right. It was just, understandable. I could understand her point of view. That's what I that's what I'll say. Okay, fair. What I liked about this movie, and I tell you, I think I only wrote a couple things down. I liked that the story was from Matt's perspective. We don't yeah. get a ton of movies yeah, that yeah, are yeah. from the male perspective. So it was like kind of a nice change, but but I didn't care enough about Matt and what Matt was trying to do with his love life. So, right. But I, I enjoyed the pace. I mean, the pace I enjoyed. It was a nice change of pace that they had it from the male perspective because of all the movies we watched this year, I cannot recall one that was from a 
male point of view. Yeah. I liked the uh, sweet small town coastal setting. It had real Stars <gasps> Hollow vibes for me. Not that it looked like Stars Hollow, but like the community, the way they all knew each other and worked together and would see each other in the cafe every morning. It gave me those like Gilmore Girls Stars Hollow vibes that I'm into. I gotcha. I wrote that too. Cute little town. Kind of love the idea of movies that rally the townspeople to save the town. But yeah, it's okay that it wasn't enough to make you like the movie. You can like that tiny little piece. Okay. I liked the Annie montage in the end when he realizes he's in love with her and they just like snap through a bunch of photos. Oh, didn't do it for Wendy. No, I'm shaking my head. No, because he's, it's like, hey, dummy, you just realized you loved Annie. And then like, oh, oh. guys are so stupid. <laughs> Indeed. I like the mayor, the one, the guy who had like three jobs. He made oh, me yeah, yeah, yeah. laugh out loud actually a couple, a couple of times. I thought he was quite funny, but, but like you said, too many characters. I don't know anybody's name. No. Mm. Okay. What'd you wish for? Let's talk about food as a bad thing, please. I understand that <gasps> these ballet dancers need to stay in shape. We didn't need it as a plot point. It comes up multiple times. Like, you're in a restaurant. You don't need to be like, I'm going to have the burger with no cheese and no bun. That doesn't need to be dialogue in the movie. We understand that dancers need to stay in shape. And then the one guy who orders his burger with a bun is like a total rebel. No, please. This is this is not interesting. I know. Well, two men wrote this movie. So I think that maybe they just don't know that you shouldn't talk about that stuff. Yeah. It should has no moral value. Yeah. Agree absolutely agree i wish for better leads i've never seen either of these actors even though why are you laughing because i really liked them i thought they were cute i thought they got terrible material but i thought i liked them individually well imdb tells me that brant whatever his last name is has been in a lot of things including pretty little liars which i watched but i don't remember him but the thing is i just found him especially unlikable I thought he overacted the entire role, and I found him super unnatural. I hated him. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Sorry. All right, guys. Here's something else I wished for. We haven't talked about this in a while. Hallmark has a diversity problem. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have made some steps in the right direction, but Summer Nights is going to need to be called Summer Whites, guys. It's (laughs) so white. This town had one black person, and he maybe had two lions. And that was the only person of color in the entire movie. And again... That's not true. Oh, I'm sorry. There was an indigenous character. Okay. You need to know that I watched this at like 35% attention. Me too. Me too. It was like the sheriff, I think, but... Okay. Agree. Uh, You're you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, I do remember that. Let me say that diversity comes in a lot of different places, and it's not just in casting people of color. We need, like, diverse lifestyles, right? We've talked about how they incorporate members of the LGBTQ community into their cast. This does not always need to be a male and female lead love interest. Diversity comes in body shapes and sizes. There's just a lot of different ways we can incorporate diversity into our movie instead of saying, like, oh, we have two named cast members who are not white people, so check, check. Mm -hmm. I agree. That's why these things, these movies are so boring to me. Mm -hmm. They're so boring. And what did you call it? Summer White. Summer White. Wow, girl. Mm. Did you wish for anything else? Yeah, I thought these characters didn't have any chemistry. I thought they were terrible. Okay, when Matt's dad tells him, you have to put, like, love as the secret ingredient into baking Mm -hmm. his bread or some crap Mm -hmm. like that. Like, you must find love so your bread is good. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, like, 
How about Matt put some effort into his <laughs> J-O-B? Like, how about try some new recipes or, like, have a passion about what you're doing? Like, he did not like to be a baker. He didn't want to be a baker. Like, that. I don't... It didn't... Well, and... I think the message, like, you gotta have a partner in order to be good at your job. No. Like, yeah. have some passion for your job. Have some passion for your life. Like, there's ways to find joys and love without it being like, you gotta have a person or your bread's gonna suck. We're gonna talk all about this whole storyline in the next segment. Oh, okay. Good, 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 good. I also wished for... I wrote down, I wished I cared more about the story. I just didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hated it. But I'm sorry. Megan. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Are you ready for did you see that? Mm-hmm. Before we do that, I would like to address, I think there needs to be a segment for the things that we miss while we're not really paying attention to this movie. I'm sorry, guys. I watched this at, like, it was, it's been a real busy week. Maybe 35% attention. And do we know why they were dressed up in period costumes at the end? Because I don't. I have no idea. No. Okay. <laughs> if they addressed it, maybe it's just one of these, like, quirky small town things. If they actually said, like, it's the da-da-da festival, I missed it. I missed it. I'm sorry. We are the worst Hallmark reviewers ever. <laughs> My did you see that's are more just, like, complaints about the movie. It's not, like, flubs or mistakes. Okay. First one is, you can drink coffee when you're pregnant. It's not heroin. I didn't. I said I don't even know what you're talking about, but I agree. Yes, oh you can drink. Gosh. There's can so drink many scenes where her friend, whose name I don't know, because again, too many characters, is like, "Oh, that coffee looks really good." Oh, and her friends are like, "Can I have a coffee?" Sorry, can't have one. She can have a cup of coffee, guys. She yeah. can have a cup of coffee. You can have a glass of wine too. I mean, Megan wouldn't, but it's okay. The doctor says, "Not every like, night." But every doctor's going to tell you. Well, most doctors are going to tell you you can have a little caffeine. You, okay. you, anyway, let's not. Especially because other characters were policing her body. I did not enjoy that. Like, if mm-hmm. you are a person who is pregnant and you choose not to drink caffeine, by all means, do what you want. But the fact that other people are like, oh, no, sorry, you can't have any. No, no, that's not their choice. No, yeah. no. Dumb. Why was the ballet so dark? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Why was the ballet in this small town? Be, I don't know, because they rehearsed there. <laughs> It, that made no sense. Many things made no sense. But then they perform on a stage that has, like, one light. And it's like someone's holding a lamp and following them. It's not even a spotlight. <laughs> the lighting is terrible. How are you supposed to see the dancers? We need light. Get better lights. This is why your town is failing. <laughs> this is why your town is failing. It's not the bread. Oh, my god! Here's an actual did you see that moment. Okay. There was a gold bond commercial. No, I didn't. No. Was it sponsored? Like- was no, it sponsored by Goldbond? Was, no, I just bumped on it. If you haven't listened to our Sweaty Summer Solutions episode, I know that's not what it's called. That's what I call it. But we'll link it in the show notes. It's a few episodes back. And the tagline was, keep your downstairs dry. And we talk a lot about the wonders of Goldbond in the summer. Keep your just downstairs to, dry. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> not sponsored by Goldbond, but I was oh very God. happy to see that moment. That is so funny. No, I did not notice that commercial at all, but I'm dying. I'm going to try to find the commercial online and link it in the show notes. Okay, did you notice? Okay, this is not a really, like, did you see that? But, like, the town people guilted Annie in, in to, about leaving. Yep. <clears throat> I yep. mean, let this girl go do what she let wants to do. Like, so if she came home out of obligation. Let her, let her do what she needs. God. Get okay. over it. Can we call out the elephant in the room? Mm-hmm. 
Nobody cares about bread basket bread that much. <laughs> Speak for yourself. There, I like bread. This is not the town's maker or breaker. Like if you're handing, yeah. th- it was their bread basket bread that they're passing out along with the meals. I know they sold it as a loaf too, but they're walking around and apparently this bread ruined the town. No, no. Disagree. I know there. There's like a shot where like everybody's eating like a loaf of bread, like. They're like this, like, put some butter on that shit, or like, (laughs) I mean, but it just, it's so dumb. And the town's solution to bad bread is to find someone else for him to fall in love with. Mm -hmm. The bread is bad, (laughs) so he needs someone to fall in love with. Maybe he needs to be better at making bread. I, that's what I said earlier. Put some freaking effort into your job, dude. Yeah, like, call on the dad and be like, dude, we need a little help here. Yeah, like, like, trot out all these fake cousins for him to fall in love with. This is the most... I, I mean, that's a Hallmark movie for you. They're like, he can fall in love in a weekend and we can be back online with our breadbasket bread. No. Have you seen the movie starring Sarah Michelle Gellar? called Simply Irresistible. It, that's like a late 90s movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is she... Freddie Prince Jr. is in that, too, isn't he? I don't Her know. Her actual real-life husband? He doesn't uh, play the lead. Wait, what's it called? Simply Irresistible? Simply Irresistible? Yeah, she inherits a restaurant and also has, like, some sort of weird magical powers and falls in love with some guy who works at Henry Bendel or maybe is an owner of Henry Bendel or some big wig at Henry Bendel. And... The whole concept is she's like got to bake with love. Mm-hmm. Food gets better when she's baking with love. Anyway, it just it it reminded me of that. I've seen that movie many times, and I uh, actually quite enjoyed that terrible cheesy movie. All right, Freddie Prince Jr. is not in this movie, but I swear he is in like some sort of chef movie too. And it w- came out in nineteen ninety nine. Romantic comedy. Yeah. Is it any good? Should I watch it? I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen it. I probably haven't seen it since 1999, but I've seen it a lot of times, and it's a cute... I, it's probably terrible uh, against 2021 standards, but I, I liked it. All right. I liked it. Okay. Is she leaving town to follow her passion, or is she leaving town because Matt fell in love with and got his heart broken by the ballet dancer? Probably because Matt's leaving town. So then my question is, why can't you wait five minutes for him to pull his head out of his ass? Because he had a four-day relationship with his ballet dancer that he then seems shocked that she's leaving town. She's like a visiting dancer. And then he thinks she's just going to stay there. Anyway, could you not just wait a week for him to pull his head out of his ass and then you can have a conversation with him? He was not in love with her. It is way too complicated, this relationship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is never going to work. There is a moment where the ballet dancer, I actually do know her name, her name is Nicole, says to him, stop being such a guy and ask her what's wrong. And I feel like that's like the hallmark equivalent of saying, pull your head out of your ass. <laughs> because he says, like, Annie's being weird. And she's like, well, why don't you just ask her? If yeah. they're so close in friendship, yes, why aren't they just having this conversation? I don't know. Right. Like, did you get any kind of, like, sexy vibes from the two of them together? I did not. Yeah, Exactly. Like, there was nothing that was like, oh, yeah, they should be together. No. Do you have any more did you see that? No, but I read one that was kind of funny. Okay. There was a time he was, like, running out of the house and he was trying to put his shoes on. 
Uh-huh. Did you read it too? Uh-huh. And it had white socks on, and then the uh-huh. next scene they showed him with black socks. So Yeah, I, I noticed the black socks wasn't watching when he they'll put the white socks on. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So where did you s- score this movie, rate this movie? I gave this... You know, I'm sitting here thinking of the ranking I gave it, and then I'm trying to compare it to last week's movie. Okay, look, in my mind, I'm, I'm adjusting my score on the fly. Uh, I'm giving it a two and a half stars because I liked, wait, 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 wait. Oh my God. I liked, hold on, don't get mad, the small town better than I liked Hawaii. Ew. I gave it a half a star. Whoa, that bad. (laughs) It's that bad, dude. I hated the lead actor. I just thought it was terrible. I kind of liked, like, the quirky little small town vibes. I liked their hijinks. Like, I mean, it was silly. But once you're, like, buying in, I'm like, look, this is a Hallmark movie. They're going to be goofy. I There was something about that I found charming, even though I found their premise, like, so stupid. Like, oh, we're going to find someone for him to love, so the bread's better. That was dumb. But I kind of, towards the end, I was like, oh, I kind of like these people. I'd like to go to this fake town. Well, apparently you can go to the real town. That's true. That's true. We should... We should go, and we can go to Willow Street Cafe. Yeah, we could, but I don't want to. (laughs) Hey, guys, next week is Her Pen Pal, and do you think that when they're naming these movies, they take the synopsis of this movie, and then they, like, pull three connected words out, and they're like, that makes makes a good title. (laughs) The the thing I'm excited about for my pen pal is it features, I think her name is Mallory Jansen. Mm -hmm. She was in the first movie that I watched. 12 Dates of Christmas, and I really liked her. So, that's not the first movie that we watched. Yes, it was. On Jingle Bell Bride is our first Oh, shoot. So, it's the first movie that you liked. Yeah. Oh, she's an Australian actress. There will be no Hallmark episode for that movie, so you're going to have to... uh, Oh, I'm definitely not watching it then. (laughs) I don't have to review it at 35 (laughs) percent you know what i mean (laughs) but um you listening at home you can keep up with the summer night series with her pun pal so the last two movies summer nights conflict with our combined travel schedules so we will not be reviewing those live but of course we will be back with girls gone hallmark to review the brand new original Christmas movie for Christmas in July and then there will be re-airing movies all July long. So we will be back. That will be our next Girls Gone Hallmark episode. But if you want more from us, you can always catch our regular Tuesday episodes of the podcast. Next week we are asking each other a bunch of random questions. We talked about all of that and that's available actually as a video podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy where you can also find additional bonus content from us including a chit chatty podcast episode which are our favorite to make and those are going to live exclusively on Patreon. That's it for today, folks. We would love to hear your thoughts on The Baker's Son, Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. Did you give it more than half a star? I'm dying to know. Do you know why they were in period costume? We don't know. Let us know. And until next time, have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.